so remember what we're going to do. If you want, if, if I want you to wrap it up, mm. do you know what I mean? Or when you're talking, you can say like, I'm wrapped, I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. Do you know what I mean? We came up with hand signals. This is, if you, if we move on from the subject, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope to see that <laughs> sometime during today's podcast. Yes. I will do motions that, and then this is like, I'm going to stab you. They're all just violent acts. Yeah, I'm just going to come up with a bunch of hand signals to show. The universal sign for stab. That I will threaten bodily harm to you if, if you don't let me continue on the topic. <laughs> okay. These hand signals are very important to the success of the show, so I'm glad that we've covered how all of them work. Wait, so show me, show me the stabbing motion again. This means... That's actually the, the symbol that the hand angels use. <laughs> actually it's interesting you guys now, there's some overlap there I mean, you might want to like you know work with them to that was a callback so this hand motion means stay on this topic this means wrap it up this means <laughs> this you means sure? stab you <laughs> this means you're this like what i like is that no one can see these hand motions right so, like they, they could no be idea. as vulgar or as ludicrous mm. as possible. They don't know that you're actually making balloon animals. If I do a backflip, it means let's back up and talk about. <laughs> let's let's take a step about, back. What we talked about before. <laughs> it's genius. Yeah, I think yeah. that these will make our podcast incredibly successful. Um, so yeah, let's let's just get started now that we've laid down the ground rules. These are the ground rules. I could get stabbed. <laughs> the, that's, that's the rule. If you screw up, there's kind of be consequences. <laughs> well, thanks for, for keeping me in check. Oh, you're welcome. I could have gone my entire life without the threat of a stabbing. That's what I'm here for. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is our podcast, Last Name Basis. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> so we were talking about how cold it is outside. It's freezing. Which oh is my like God. the New Yorker. You know, this is just like part of the New York experience is talking about how freaking cold it is. You walk around and you just commiserate with people. You say it's cold and they say it's so cold. It's just out of control. Um, I So I work remotely, as you know. Mm -hmm. And yesterday I had a meeting and it was a me like an unrelated work meeting, personal thing. And after it was over, they were like, so what are you going to do now? And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Starbucks and they were like to work and they were like, no, no, you can just stay here. And I, like, seriously, I was so, I could have hugged them. I was like, I can stay. I don't have to go into the cold. Yeah. But I, what was so funny is that I don't think that they like really believed I was going to take it up on them because I stayed for four hours. <laughs> I just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you're terrible whatever they told me they told me i could stay so i stayed i was like if you have wi-fi and heat i'm here and i'm not going anywhere but that is just like such a new york problem that you don't want to go anywhere well yesterday was with the wind chill negative 15 no negative 17 was the lowest number i saw i which is crazy this this kills me like these especially the weather apps don't give me the number they just tell you what it feels like. No, they need to give me the feels like temperature. That Instead, wasn't that wasn't the feels that like? That was the feels like, but I had to scroll down to get there. Okay. Because the original temperature was like two degrees. And so I had to scroll down to see what it actually was going to feel like when I stepped out into the cold. Here's the thing, and though. It was like something like negative 17. At that point, does it matter that it feels like negative something versus two degrees? Like if it says two degrees, I just know that it's going to be freaking cold. Well, that's true. There comes a point where it's where it's 
so cold that it doesn't even feel like cold anymore. You're not cold. You're just in pain. It's it just, just feels like, like burning. Your joints are aching. Your skin is burning. And it feels like hypothermia. Yeah. And you just start crying. That's the worst. I hate when you're walking down the street. You're just like, <laughs> oh, you know, I do that all the Every time I step out, if it's even just a little chilly, it can be like 60 and my eyes are just dripping. And every single time I'm always like, are you OK? You love doing <laughs> I just think it's You love funny. acting like I'm upset. <laughs> Yeah, I actually posted on Facebook yesterday because this is a thing because we're from South Florida. A lot of our Facebook friends are still in Florida, like family members and people we went to high school with and stuff. And apparently it was cold everywhere yesterday. Cold, quote unquote, because my mother texted me like it's 45 in West Palm. And I like literally almost threw my phone. Like, I don't (laughs) care. I really don't care. Like, don't tell me about double digits anything i don't want to hear it it felt like negative 17 in new york and so like don't rub that in my face so i posted on facebook and i was like this is just a heads up to everyone in florida shut up all of you was that was that like a call for a trigger warning no were, were you like you, i want everyone to know i'm really triggered when you talk about yes the weather that's i not am i seriously do not throw your warm weather privilege in my face i don't want to hear about 45 50 60 i don't want to hear any of it because you will never know what it's like to be here and then someone was like you used to live in florida and complain about 50 degree weather and i was like uh yeah and yeah. you know what the other thing is <laughs> You live in New York currently, and the first time it's 50 degrees, you complain. No, the first, I do the same thing. No, the first, well, okay, when it becomes 50 degrees post-winter, I'm, like, outside in, like, booty shorts. I'm like, wow! Of course. Of course. But when you get used to it, it's crazy how quickly you acclimate to the, to the weather. Because, Is there something about your blood? I don't know. Okay. Well, I thought... You like you like science, Mr. Freaking Science over here, and you can't tell us about the blood. You know, here, I'm going to give you, I don't want to use the stab symbol because I, I don't want to send mixed messages, but here, have a, here's this one. <laughs> that's, the, that's the cut it out no, that's not that's, He did. I did not do that. I did, did not do that. And now he's doing rock, paper, scissors. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Um, I think it is some, I don't know if it's your blood thins, but I think it's something like that because my mother is from Detroit and has now lived in Florida for 30 something years, I guess. And every time she complains, I'm like, you're from Detroit. Like you should not, this should not bother you. And she's like, my blood, but it's my blood. (laughs) 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 My blood has changed. I don't know how it changed, but something happened to the blood now that she lives in a warm state. And so it, it changes you. It just it changes who you are. You can do that. I know one professional swimmer spent so much time in a cold pool that she actually lowered her body, her her baseline body temperature by like half a degree or something like that, which is a huge change for a person. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, it happens. You, you know, you're fairly adaptable as a human being. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of being adaptable as mm-hmm. a human being, I don't know why I always set up transitions like that instead of just naturally <laughs> speaking. <laughs> speaking of you just, funny, you, just, you brought that right. up. I love it. You just repeat the last thing that was said and then say the first thing you want to say and I say know, that they correlate. That's terrible. But they usually don't. Well, they do. Oh, do they really this Yeah, time? I think cool. they do. Um, so there's a company called Mars One. And they announced that they have plans to colonize Mars in 2024. Mm-hmm. And so they are, they opened up to accept applications for people that would like to go to Mars. Mm-hmm. So they can only take four people 
plan, over 200,000 people applied. But get this, it's a one-way trip. You can't come back. Like you it's are, Mars. You don't go to. It's not. It's not a uh, tourism industry. Wait, so you would. Yet. You you knew like so you understood. I applied, <laughs> and I was like, things were going. Uh, they were a little rocky between us. I'm doing the stabbing motion. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's like this is what kept me here. You, you do the stabbing motion. I was like, maybe I'll stick around. So you okay? But in all honesty, would you apply for that? Fuck no, okay. not not a chance. Here, here's why though, because when I think about it, every other person in the history of human beings has died on Earth, or at least close to the Earth. Right. I'm not gonna be somebody who dies far, far away on another planet. I just don't want that. That's just when I think about it like that. Is there like, life I'm... on Mars? Sorry, I have like isn't that isn't that the song by uh, David Bowie? I don't. You don't know that song? No, I don't think so. You don't know the song where he's like talking about like living on another planet and like, oh. I don't think so. I'm no. so surprised. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I feel like your white card should be revoked right now. What? <laughs> I don't know if they have white cards, but if they do, knowing a David Bowie song would be a qualification to have one. Continue. I'm sorry. You. Would... I, for... I lost my train of thought. You don't want I also it... lost my card. <laughs> Have you seen my card? <laughs> I feel like I've got to make up for this somehow. I don't know. If you find Patrick's white card, please <laughs> mail it to us. It's got my name and address on it, <laughs> so you know where to return it. What you were saying was you don't. Everyone always has died on Earth. Oh, I was thinking when when you think about that, literally every person has died on Earth or within the Earth's atmosphere, or something to that effect. I'm mm -hmm. not aware of anyone who's died far away from the Earth or whose remains weren't returned to the Earth, and I'm not the type to think about that sort of thing. But then I think, like, that's how far away you are. You're so far away, you're, you are doing something that in the history of humanity has, has never been done, not just going to another planet, but you're removing yourself so completely from everything that has has gone into creating humanity i just can't imagine that let alone the fact that you're stuck with three other people yeah that's the part that would freak me out for your entire life in 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 very dangerous uh, conditions well it's, and any three of your strangers that like what if you got there and you like hated them what if you got there? I think and, you like, would figure. I think you would quickly find a way to to find some common ground with like, them. Like, what if you got there and like you get in the spaceship and like the other person's like, anybody like Iggy Azalea? Because that's what we're listening to for the whole trip to Mars. For I the rest like, of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I would just be like, no, what did I do? You know, I. You like, don't like Iggy Azalea. Uh. Your white card's revoked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just I, wanted a reason to revoke your you white card. You know what? I have to ridiculous. say, if you know what, I have to give you points on that. If there was a way to have a white card, being a fan of Iggy Azalea would definitely be. I hear a lot of people do that, actually. Like her? <laughs> they do it so that they can, yeah, because they're like, I'm trying to get my white card. Oh, they're like applying. It's kind of like, yeah. a, it's kind of like a visa. You're like, you know, I'm really trying to be white, so I'm going exactly. to listen to it's this exactly shitty like, yeah. music. Um, yeah, that's really funny. Well, yes, I would freak out if I got into the spaceship and they wanted to listen to crappy music. Um, the other thing that that kind of freaked me out, and you might think that this is just weird and stupid, is that in the year 2000, or how would you say this, 2024, I will be 41 years old and you will be 42. Does that not freak you out? Is that like the? I just think that that's like the weirdest thing to think about being in my forties. Yeah, I I mean it's weird to think of yourself getting older, right? Yeah, totally. But 
I don't. I, I mean, don't know. I will still look the same. But because, this is you well, know, naturally, you haven't duck. aged a day. I know. I look like since I'm, I met you, I look like a fetus. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's not due on my as eyes. Smooth it's as em- the it's day embryonic you fluid. Ooh. <laughs> I, I'm glistening. <laughs> I'm glistening for all the wrong reasons. Not a good look. <laughs> That was really gross. Um, yeah, but the idea. I remember when I cut your umbilical cord. I know in your we, early saved 20s. It. we saved it. I wear that it was a, a big. That was a big life moment for you. I wear it as a friendship bracelet. Now. <laughs> Take it with me everywhere I go. Um, I don't know. Something about being in my forties, like, just freaks me out. But I mean, I don't know. I just so I think what you're saying is is here's something that you anticipate happening that that seems definite, and you can actually that way it causes you to be able to see that 40s is actually on the horizon and yeah. that's actually going to happen yeah, to like you. That's I'm, a real thing. Exactly. Like I only feel like I just recently became okay with being in my 30s. Mm-hmm. So like thinking about that 40s is going to happen at some point really freaks me out. And like, it just goes by quicker and quicker. It does go by quicker and quicker. So you might want to start thinking about your 50s. Oh my now. <laughs> Just so you're prepared that when you get to your 40s, it won't be such a tough, you know, thing for you to accept. Yeah, I guess so. I just want to be like a hot mom and then a hot grandma. It's all about. That's what you, that's, that's the big goal here. I just want to be a hot mom and then a hot grandma. And that's then what it's all about. Hot open casket. And then. <laughs> That's the only reason that I work out. I'm like, I'm just doing this so that when I pop out a kid, I can still be hot. Like, I'm just trying to train my body. Like, just remember what it's like to be hot. Mm-hmm. Remember what it's like to be, like, fit. Because, okay, you know what I saw? I saw, um, you know, Jada Pinkett? Mm-hmm. I saw a picture of her mom who's in her, like, 60s mm-hmm. getting out of the out of the ocean in a bikini when I tell you, like, look, I'm going to pull up her picture right now. Um, it, like, it was just it was just unfathomable. I just could not. Like, I can't even say the word. I was just like, like, how is that possible? Um, Surgery? No. You don't think so? No. I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't seen her, so I'm not trying to comment on no, whether it's, or not she it, I, has I, had surgery. I don't believe that she's had any surgery. I just believe that they are, like molded from like marble or something like everyone in that family's body is like sickening but then when you see someone that like have you seen those um those old bodybuilders who are like in their 80s and they're bodybuilders yeah but i saw the one uh the one youtube video where the guy is in a fitness competition outdoors and he's doing the lunge where he's just you know he's showing that he's like flexing and stretching his legs and i guess you're showing your quads there because you're lunging really deeply and the guy had these little like beach, tiny beach shorts on, these bodybuilder shorts. Right. And his stuff was hanging out the bottom. Oh my gosh, look. Victoria, our producer, just pulled up a picture of what Jada Pinkett Smith's mom looks like. She Oh wow. She does look great. She looks amazing. Yeah, you can't fake those abs either. Those abs are oh those abs have their own abs. We were on our honeymoon. We saw this guy who had. Oh, the guy with more abs than is humanly possible. The guy had like 150 abs. Okay, wait, but this is what was so funny. The guy, the guy, this guy was walking around in um, Key West with his shirt off, and his abs were like crazy. Like he walked by, and Patrick was like, "Whoa, did you see that dude's abs?" And I was like, "Those abs were out of control." 
He had an Audi belly button, and I swear to God, <laughs> the Audi belly button became an ab. I swear. <laughs> it was like it was like if you can't beat him, join him, man. <laughs> it was like, well, I'm not doing anything. I might as well work out. <laughs> His belly button was ripped. Like I don't understand like how that is even possible. Um, so, <laughs> so you want to look great when you're when you're uh, in your sixties? Yes. And post childbirth. Mm-hmm. I want to look great all the time. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that's. And so thinking about getting into my 40s, I'm like, I'm running out of time. <laughs> like, like, I ate two donuts. <laughs> You're running I'm out. not working. I'm not working. You're on not this working hot towards body. this goal. No, You're I'm just... not. I'm just putting it. I just keep putting right. it off. Like, I'll work on it tomorrow. <laughs> like... I like it. <laughs> um, we got some questions on Twitter. Um, and I thought that this was uh, worth diving into. It's from Usofalia. They want to know, if it's not too intrusive, could you tell the story of how you met? Love y'all. Love the podcast. Oh, I know. That was really sweet. Do you want to tell the story? Do you want to start? Uh, yeah, sure. I was, well, we knew each other from high school. Yeah, so we went to high school together, but we were not friends. Right, so we had so we had, we had mutual friends uh, who were pretty close to both of us. But I remember meeting you at a party, but you don't remember. Right, no, I, I mean, I wouldn't. You were, what, two grades younger than me? Yeah, I was like the youngest person at the party. But you said that I was really nice to you at you, that party. You were really nice to me. You said that if, I was the only person there who was nice to you. You were super nice to me. Um, if my mom's listening, I'm going to feel terrible. But I was in like ninth grade and I went to a, a party at a mutual friend's house and I consumed alcohol and I, got, and I got sick. And everybody was like, oh, my God, the freaking freshman is sick. <laughs> and like I felt really dumb. And I was like, everyone hates me. And you were like, it's OK, kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did that. Was I leaning and smoking a cigarette with dark glasses I on? I don't remember, like, what you looked like. I just, well, I do remember because we all thought you looked like Leonardo DiCaprio. So I remember that the Leonardo DiCaprio-esque guy, and you really looked like him in high school, like, in the face. Like, you had you had his face. Yeah, was, a lot more when I was younger. It was very apparent. And I remember you being like, what's wrong, kid? I mean, I'm literally, I'm, I, like, I'm embellishing that part. I've never called anyone kid in my no, life. I don't think you called me kid but i just i like the idea of you being like cheer up kid everybody mm. gets drunk and sick sometimes like you'll bounce back and i was like well thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't it wasn't it wasn't like a red light like this man's probably an alcoholic i was like happens every day okay you're so like just it gets get a lot easier <laughs> you're like here drink this it'll get better um no that's the only like interaction I remember with with you post graduation but that worked in my favor because later on then when we met after college at another mutual friend's house who I I will throw this out there because I mean it, it's a celebrity we went to high school with Eric Andre the weird comedian on Adult Swim who full disclosure I love Eric but like he is fucking weird <laughs> and we were at a party at his, his house his comedy is pretty out there he's he's really out there we were at a party at his house for Thanksgiving and Patrick was at the party and I thought you were interested in this other girl. So I wasn't even like trying to holler at you. I just thought you were trying to holler at me. That I crossed was, your mind. You no, were like, I let wasn't. Me, let I, me. I, did you hear what I said? I said I was not trying to holler because uh -huh. I thought you were with this other girl. OK. And then you walked me to my car. I think I had like this busted Volvo. 
Do you remember that Volvo? Yes. It was rough. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, you walked me. But I had the blue ball at the time. Oh my God. Patrick's car was called the blue ball. Yeah, it was It was literally like a semi-sphere on wheels. It was a little hatchback. It was a Mazda 323, I want to say. Yeah, but you said- but And you... it was this It was this horrible blue color. It was like, <laughs> it was like Skittle blue. Yeah, but I asked you why it was called the blue ball, and you told me that it was because your car was such a piece of shit that girls didn't want you that you couldn't get <laughs> it. It was such, a, it. It was such a turnoff. It was such a turnoff. That's turn what you were left with. That you were left with blue balls <laughs> because of the car. And I was like, oh. Right. I was it's like, a way, I'm so into him. It was a way to get you to be sympathetic towards my really beat piece of, uh, you know. The car was terrible. I remember one time riding in that car and looking down, and there was a hole in the floor of the car. You could see the road. That. You could see the That's road. That's because you moved the floor mat. I, <laughs> I explicitly told you not to move the floor mat. It's dangerous. He's doing the wrap it up motion. He's like, do not talk about the floor mat. Um, so you walked me out to my car, and I asked you, my birthday was coming up because it was around Thanksgiving. And I invited you to my birthday party, which you did not come. No, you invited me. Oh, right. I didn't go to you your birthday. You didn't go to my birthday party. Okay. And I was just kind of like, oh, you know, whatever. He was cool. Like, we'll see what happens. Um, and then you came to my New Year's party. Yeah. So it was like a month, um, over a month later that you actually showed up. Mm -hmm. But this is funny. How did you end up at my New Year's party? What do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I know. <laughs> you're not doing the motion, but I know what you're trying to tell me. He showed up at my New Year's party only because he was going to some other girl's party and she like didn't answer her phone. So he was like, well, I guess I'll, like I was the backup plan. You weren't the backup plan. I was going to your party and no, you were this going, girl that you were I was going, into was... You were going to this other girl's party, right? I was supposed to meet up with her, yes. And then it didn't happen, so you came to my party. Right. And the rest is history. Kind of. Suck it, girl. I hope she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's crying somewhere. She's like, why? Why did my life could have been so different? Why did I just pick up that phone? <laughs> but then after that, though, we went. Um, that was that was like our first time, like really getting to know each other. And yeah. Then, and then we had another sort of meetup planned. We weren't really dating after that. I think. No, we kind of uh, we had like a meetup planned with um with another mutual friend, which who I dipped. was right who bailed on us and left us alone, which became our first real date because before yeah. that we were just kind of at parties, mingling and things. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. So we we kept it cash, we kept it casual, um, and then then we had a date at Panera Bread. We could just like tell the whole story, <laughs> the whole <laughs> and thing. Then one time we went to the zoo. One and time then... <laughs> I had flatbread and avocado and turkey. With Fran. Yeah. So um, so it's really kind of hard to say when we first met because there's a whole bunch of like little meeting stories that lead up to us starting to date and then say that we're deeply in love. And then, get, and then get married. Here's your wrap it up motion. Um, okay. Do you, okay. Well, just as a just as a side note, when you do the wrap it up motion, you are not supposed to say that you're doing the wrap it up okay. motion because the, the goal of having the motion is that the audience does not know that the motion is happening. So uh, you just failed. Well, on... I'm going to get to what what everyone really really wants to talk about. Okay. What is it? And that is the arrest of Vanilla Ice. <laughs> I think. I think this is just, and, and naturally it happened in Florida. Actually, oh my God. It happened, happened in, in the town where I grew up. It happened in Lake Worth? It happened, yeah, it did, Lantana, oh. which, are, which are like the same thing. Wait, why 
Did Vanilla Ice, first of all, why was Vanilla Ice in Lantana and what did he get arrested for? Okay, apparently he was, he was, I don't know if he was working on the show at the time. Apparently, uh, okay, so my understanding is this. He perpetrated the crime at some point. What was the crime? Burglary. Okay. There was a, an unoccupied, really expensive home, some point in here, and, and he sort of basically like directed his crew to go in and take things from them. Okay, when you say his crew, like his crew, or like... Or like <laughs> He's Vanilla Ice, I should have like, specified. <laughs> like, what kind of crew are we talking about? I don't think he has a crew anymore. I think he just has, he has a camera crew. Because he has a television show. Because he has a TV show. And even though he has a television show, he still has to break into other people's property? Correct. Wow. To get stuff, maybe for his show. I don't know. It was varying accounts of that. Does he understand how a television show works? Like, you don't have to steal things anymore. You're you're making money. (laughs) You can can hire the prop, ask the prop guy, hey, can you go get me X, Y, and Z? Like, we'd really like some bagels. Or like, well, you don't have to steal or like break the law anymore, dude. You have a television. Okay, so he has a television show and he broke into this house? He did. He broke into a house for some reason. I, apparently they were filming near there or he was doing, I guess it's a do-it-yourself do it uh, home improvement sort of show. Oh, so like maybe he was teaching you how to break. He was like, when you <laughs> <He did. leave." laughs> don't You don't have to watch other people steal anymore. <laughs> Three easy steps and you will be a burglar how as well. How to steal with the device. <laughs> maybe it. that was the premise of the show. Do it yourself. And then he decided to do a little co- crossover with cops. He was like, well, I am. In Florida, <laughs> so I mean, maybe It'd be good publicity. Yeah. I get on cops and exactly. Um, speaking of cops, when we were, I remember one time we were watching an episode of Cops. Like there was a brief period where we watched a lot of cops. It's yeah. just like randomly on. I remember one There's epi- practically a cops channel. No, there is a cops channel. It's called Spike. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. We were so cops always takes place in freaking. Florida, like West Palm Beach, Miami, like places that we've lived. And there was one episode where I kid you not, three people in the episode went to high school with us. It was so awful. <laughs> I oh was just God. like, oh, look, there's so-and-so that I haven't seen forever. I used to joke when we moved up here that whenever I was homesick, I would turn on cops <laughs> because they were always in Florida. They were always in South Florida. You're like, oh, look, there's my Publix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was like, oh, I know that road. Oh, I went to, you know, right around here is what, you know, this thing happened to me. Oh, my goodness. Well, I really hope that Vanilla Ice's appearance on Cops does well for his show and gets people to do. I don't. I mean, he's going to appear in court. I don't. Uh, just for the record, he oh, so didn't now actually. He's, so now he's also going to be on court TV. He's just hitting up. <laughs> Not like everything a... happens on television, friend. <laughs> <laughs> we have this. We have this judicial system that operates off camera. I only. You're like, oh, so they're producers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I like court TV, and I just wanted to know if the proceedings will be televised. Because if they are, I will be tuning in. Because that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, so you know how I want to always have a segment about people saying stupid stuff on the internet? Yeah, you're really pushing for this. Listen, it is like, this is what I live for. I really enjoy people screwing up on the internet. And this one is special because it's not about Twitter. It's about Facebook. <laughs> that makes it special. So, well, it makes it how does that make it special? It just adds a little je ne sais quoi to the fuck up. <laughs> like it just makes it more interesting. <laughs> um, so last week, the uh, Houston Islamic Center was on fire. Um, thank- oh, this is bad. Okay, I know. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Um, they had a mosque and a school, and they were able to salvage both of them. A bunch of 
books were set on fire and destroyed. Super sad. A local Houston area firefighter who is now retired but at the time was still volunteering posted on his Facebook, let it burn, block the fire hydrant. He has now been let go from his volunteer position. You're like a really bad volunteer when they're like, thank you, but no thank you. (laughs) You're going to provide an important public service for free. We'll pass. Yeah. (laughs) On you. We're good on you. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't, I just don't understand. Uh, Every single time this happens, there's just no, nothing for me to say other than in what world was this a good idea? Like your job is to save lives. And you literally said, well, they're Muslim people, so don't save their lives. I mean. Exactly. I mean, there's there's no other way to. I mean, that's exactly what he said. Yeah. So crazy. You, you know, I wish I had written down his name so I could just give him a little extra shine and just <laughs> screw up his whole day. But you know what? You lost your job. And, you know, as a retired person, you were spending a lot of time on Facebook and you're probably going to be stuck spending all of your time on Facebook because now you really a have... A very hostile Facebook. Now you have nothing to do. Um, I really hope that it was one of his friends that turned him in. Like, how did that get to the public? Like, somebody screen capped it. Like, they were like, click. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Drop that Somebody has my... Yeah, somebody has to. But, you know, on Facebook, you accumulate friends of friends of friends and... Do you? I don't. I don't go on Facebook hardly at all. Well, see, I don't even... Actually, I delete people left and right because I, I honestly don't know who a lot of people are on my Facebook. Now that everyone's married and has kids. They change their last names. Their faces get well, a little, and then you they're, know, they change a little bit. And, and then, then suddenly... their profile picture is a close-up of a baby. And I'm like, I don't know that baby. Who is this baby? I've never, <laughs> I never requested to be I've friends. I've never seen this baby before in my life. <laughs> I've never requested to be friends with a baby before. So, or like dogs. A lot of people have like dogs as their profile pictures. Mm-hmm. I need some. They should know that you're supposed to make a separate Facebook page for your dog. I thought that was protocol. I know that you're joking, but like, please don't do that ever again. Do Do not make a Facebook page for your pet. Please don't do that. Please don't. I just think that that is because somewhere out there, there's a real live filthy McNasty. Who who is who is like man? People are going to associate me with it. I, Could I you keep adding friend requests or missing friend requests, and they're going to this dog somewhere. Could you imagine like somebody catfishing other people with Phil's picture? They're like, "Yo, people are going to think I'm this weird looking Boston Terrier. I'm going to be raking in the bitches." <laughs> like, right? He's playing. He's playing that fine line that we talked about, where it's like, you know, he's not all the way good looking. He'd play up like his, who Phil? Yeah. Oh no, I don't know. If I was a dog. I'm just going to just try and imagine how other dogs see our dog. Uh-huh. I wouldn't think he was cute. He wouldn't be my type. Really? No, he's like, he's got a weird eye. So like, I mean, in no shade to someone that has a weird eye, but how could you ever tell? <laughs> how could how you, do you say that? Well, wait a second. I'm getting ready to say why. And it, this specifically deals with our dog. Mm-hmm. How would you know that he's not looking at other girls? That's what I want to know. Yeah, you don't know if he's looking at you, you or somewhere else. Right. And and That's also, true. like, how can you, like, when you get, whenever I, like, argue with Phil, mm. like, he, I don't feel like he's paying attention to me because he's looking off somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also not paying attention to you. <laughs> so there's that. I'm like, you look me in the eye when I'm talking to you, young man. <laughs> and he's just like, like It's creepy because I've heard you say exactly that. <laughs> I know I'm this is not, our dog. This is not a joke. Like this is very serious. I have I demand a level of respect in my home. Even if you are a dog, 
<laughs> I don't care. If you have four legs. I don't care where you shit. I don't care what you eat. When I talk to you, you look me in the face. Okay. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. And if you think that that's asking too much, then you can go live somewhere else. You can get a job. You don't pay bills around here. Right. Okay. Uh huh. So how I'm did just, that? How has that gone? I mean, just you know, with with Phil. Um, not that great. <laughs> not, yeah. not, not so good. He hasn't changed the thing. I will watch you for five solid minutes. <laughs> go, Phil. Hey, Phil. Phil, <laughs> Phil, come here, big guy. Hey, I, Phil. I just changed my tactic, and then by the end, I'm like, Phil, get right. yeah. stop ignoring me. <laughs> and it just doesn't work. He comes when he decides he wants yeah. to come. And he ignores you the entire time. I know, my man. We're working on it. I, I have faith in him that he will get better. Tough love. I'm hoping that he hears this podcast and like hearing me say those things. He's like, whoa, whoa, I didn't really know that it was affecting Fran in this way. And I'm just going to, I'm really going to tighten up a little bit and show her the respect that she deserves. Kaya doesn't do that to me. I call Phil Kaya comes. <laughs> Honestly. She sends an ambassador. She, she's like, I heard you called for Phil. What can I do for you? How can I make your make your time more enjoyable here at Casa da Fran and Pat? Um, <clears throat> did you also hear about what Rudy Giuliani said about Obama this week? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Our former New York mayor was speaking to a group of conservative business leaders at an event for this guy, Scott Walker, who they're saying is going to be like a possible Republican presidential candidate. So he's talking to a bunch of people who are presumably trying to support and raise money for this dude who wants to run for president. And Rudy Giuliani says, I do not believe, and I know this is a horrible thing to say, but I do not believe that the president loves America. He doesn't love you. And he doesn't love me. He hasn't been brought up the way that you and I were brought up through love of this country. Why is everyone always trying to come? Like, can I live? You know, <laughs> the BuzzFeed clip. Can I, can Obama live? He lives here, right? He's the president. Doesn't that stand for something? Why are they always trying to come for him? I would, but what kind of platform is that? What, you don't love this country? Like what? Not, not you. I mean, it'd be one thing to say that to somebody in an open debate. It's another thing to go to some people and say, that man doesn't love you. <laughs> yeah, that was weird too. <laughs> like, like he doesn't he doesn't care about you. He doesn't you. love you. He doesn't love me. He's not gonna tuck you in at night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want some warm milk because you can't get to sleep? Obama's not gonna do that for you. He's not, not gonna like warm that shit up. No. You're getting cold milk with Obama. He's not doing any of those things for you because he don't love you. Like, you know, here's the thing. I don't I don't know that Obama loves me. He doesn't know me. And I don't feel any kind of way about I have love for myself. I have a man. I have parents. Like, I have a lot of people that love me. My president does not need to love me. He needs to do his job. And I believe that that's what he does. Mm. He goes and signs papers and does BuzzFeed videos and like, (laughs) (laughs) can I live? (laughs) Like He does the things that he's supposed to do. And I just feel like people... People use all of these extra. Sorry, your your list of things the president is supposed to do included a BuzzFeed. Video. I know, I know. I'm sorry, that was terrible. He <laughs> it's okay. does. We he, know he does things like you know the the Affordable Care Act. Like he has done things that have helped people. Gas prices are like lower than they've ever been. You know, like he has done things that, of course, people don't agree with, and he's not a perfect president. But I feel like if you are going to criticize him actual bring some legit criticisms he doesn't love america like where do you pull that from like that just makes no sense it's just rhetoric it's it's entirely empty 
Uh, but you put it out there enough, and what they're trying to do is is well, people just will just believe it, right? Uh, no, I mean not necessarily. It doesn't. It's obviously it's not that easy. I mean, I'm sure there are people that do believe he doesn't love America because they think he's a Muslim. But like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, which is again just goes back to what we're saying. Like, people just use these blanket statements to say like, well, you believe this or you're this kind of person if you're X, Y, and Z. And I just don't understand. Like, no, I do understand. Honestly, if our president was not black, I feel like they would not be giving him this kind of shit. Well, that's the other thing, too. The, the things that he's accomplished while in office are against heightened odds. Yeah. Um, for that exact reason. And so when, when people want to diminish what he's accomplished, it blows my mind because, mm-hmm. because they, they not only seem uh, to, to conveniently miss that fact. Oh, no, they don't even acknowledge the things that he's done. But they refuse to, ev- to even acknowledge that he's done things. Right. And, and, and things that are, and this is, the, this is the clincher for me, shows that he's concerned with the average American person. I mean, the, you know, the, the majority of Americans, which are not upper class. Yeah, well, and I think that <clears throat> that's what's so weird to me is it seems like, like, I get it. If you're super rich... You probably don't like Obama because he tries to do a lot of things to like appeal to the middle class. But I feel like there's a bunch of like super conservative, lower middle class people that don't like him also and just like don't want to acknowledge any of the good things that he's done. And I genuinely believe that if he was white, that they wouldn't see that they wouldn't like nitpick all over those things because like Bush did a lot of really freaking terrible things. I saw this meme. I'm trying to pull it up on my phone of how many vacation days President Bush took versus how many um, vacation days Obama has taken. Oh, even while in office, that became an issue. Well, but this is what's so weird is that like people I always see people on Facebook. Excuse me. And let me just preface when I say I see people on Facebook, these are not people that I'm friends with. These are people on like public Facebook pages because I read a lot of like news sites Mm -hmm. and like you use Facebook in a way a lot of other people don't. don't Well, I use I use Facebook personally and professionally and I have like a professional Facebook page that like anyone can comment on. And I see people saying things like, oh, Obama's doing the BuzzFeed video. He's never working. He's always relaxing. He's in Hawaii. Right. Insert anything that Obama's done recently and then say it in a sarcastic tone and suddenly that's <laughs> some sort of argument Thanks for so. why he's Thanks not doing so, something. Obama. Right. But like they use this to say like, look at how many vacation days President Obama has taken. So and and this is what is so ridiculous to me is like they refuse to like acknowledge the facts. President Bush took way more vacation days than Obama did mm-hmm. in in his two terms. He took like a year's work. Like, OK, I think I've, I found so many different things here that have so many different dates on them. Listen, Bush was chillaxing, relaxing, all cool, shooting some people outside the fucking White House and not doing his <laughs> job. <laughs> he was he was having a good old time. And I think that most people didn't complain because like. We we were more in more trouble when Bush was in the White House because he like didn't know what he was doing. So we were like, yeah, yeah, go on vacation, go to Disney, and like, and we're better off without you. <laughs> we're, Just, you know, yeah, please leave us alone. We have we've had enough of the Bush. Uh. <laughs> we've seen all that we need to see of you. Um, yeah, it's really it's really concerning. And Rudy Giuliani, shame on you for saying that Obama doesn't love America. 
he doesn't love you for shading him that way. And I, I truly believe that he loves the United States and that's why he wants to, oh, I don't know, make health care affordable for regular Americans because he thinks that they deserve it. Or, oh, I don't know, maybe make it more affordable for kids to go to college and pay back their student loans because, you know, he loves those people and thinks that they deserve to be able to have healthy lives and educate themselves. That's just so stupid. I'll say this. The the track record uh, of the things that he's concerned about, and, and it's unbelievable what he's actually accomplished um, in those spheres, but but just what he's concerned about says a lot. I will take somebody whose heart is in the right place who's maybe not the most capable person mm-hmm. over a person who is is astronomically capable but doesn't have the the average person's best interest in mind. Yeah. And I believe that that Obama is more than capable. Right. But I think people quickly lose sight. They get into the details of something. They say, well, <clears throat> excuse me. They say, well, you know, what is that going to do to the budget if we make college affordable for everyone? Or it's really, it's a, it's a double-edged sword because, yes, you lower the, the price of college, but you're not really getting rid of the the real expense, which is living expenses, paying right. for your food and your shelter and everything while you're in college. The tuition isn't the worst part. He's trying. So you're really, that's the thing. It's, it's a step in the right direction. And, and paying less tuition might not alleviate the debt problem that you're facing if you take loans to go to school, but it's made it a little bit better. Yeah. So if you if you aren't caught up. Um, or it hasn't made it, but it would make it. Yeah. So Obama, and this is not this has not been like finalized, but he proposed um, a plan that says that you could go to uh, community college and have it be free. And then you know most people or a lot of people go to community college and then they can transfer to a four year you know institution. That's what I did. Yeah, and it's and it's really cost effective. Look you know? at me. <laughs> <laughs> You're a star. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's smart. And honestly, it, like I had a wonderful education, and and it has shaped who I am, and and introduced me to so many amazing people. If I could go back, I absolutely would have done the community college route before going to undergrad so that I could save money. And I think it's really smart that he wants to give the opportunity for people to do that and encourage them to do that by offering it for potentially for lowered costs or for free. And I think that that's really awesome. Are there some people that are going to end up paying higher taxes as a result of that? Yes. But like you said, it's a step in the right direction to do the right thing for people who deserve those opportunities and and educated people are going to make this country a better place. That's that's a, that's an important point because education it's been shown that education solves I, I mean it's it's ridiculous how many of the problems our society faces Absolutely. that are that are that are improved by an educated population crime if, yes the population growth more people graduating from high school means less people committing crimes because those people are not an like, absolutely direct correlation and yet we we continue to put all of our resources into prisons and cut the budgets in schools and take from the school system it is literally 180 degrees backwards well you know why because the prison system is honestly like modern day slavery did you hear that in boston i really listen in boston after they've had like this horrible uh snowstorm they had inmates out there shoveling the snow in like 
below zero weather and they're only being paid 20 cents. So it's like technically they are being paid. They're not slaves, but like they are being used like that's someone's job. At to that clean point, up. It's, at that point, I mean, it's a it's an obvious question. What's the difference? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like they're taking advantage. And it's like we're not even talking about what these people are in jail for or how many people have been uh, falsely imprisoned or are there on trumped up charges and like haven't really done anything. But like that is a gross misuse of public funds and and regular people who are being subjected to like now it's your job to shovel multiple feet of snow like in the cold. Like that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And if they refuse, well, I mean, what are the consequences if you say, I'm not shoveling this snow, I'm doing my time, oh, I'm a prisoner. I, I, I'm sure that the consequences are very brave. Abso- absolutely, you know they're what? severe. I mean, that kind of would be, I don't know, it's one of those double-edged swords where like you would definitely get in trouble, but like you would probably get sent back to prison so you wouldn't have to be outside in the cold. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, how are they going to punish you? Well, they're I'm assuming like, they're not out there where they're completely, you know, they're exposed to the elements and they're Well, they're not, ex- I'm, I'm, of... I mean, I'm sure they're not like, I'm sure they've got like coats on. I don't. I don't know. I didn't hear any. I hadn't heard anything about. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they were dressed, but I do believe that it's still like it's just in it's it's just taking advantage of the system and like using people in like a really crappy way. And I feel like it is one of those things that's in direct opposition to a president that wants to do the right thing and invest in education and and make people better and make our country better. Um, So it just seems weird to me that anyone would question that and then say that he doesn't love America. Like, get out of here, Giuliani. I don't I had to do that New York accent. (laughs) That was it? That was that was my attempt at You wanna take another stab at it? I feel like you deserve we can cut the other one out. Get out I don't (laughs) (laughs) That was terrible. I don't really think I know how to do a New York accent. Can you do a New York Would accent? Would you like to do an English accent instead? I know you love doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you like how I'm like, here you go. If you can see the smile on my face, I'm like, can I, can I please do it? a British accent? Um, Rudy, Giuli- Rudy Giuliani, I don't even know how to say that correctly um, with an accent. I really believe that you should not say mean things about a president, um, about your president, because I'm not American, clearly. Um, don't say mean things about him. I think he's a nice guy. And um, I would love to hang out with him. And Obama, if you're listening, I will let you live. (laughs) (laughs) Any way that you would like. Nice. That was great. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was really good. (laughs) Um, Oh, shout outs to Gab uh, at Flower Crown AU for sending us the PDF of the satanic coloring book that she found online. She, um, after she heard about it on last week's show she looked it up so that she could see for herself yeah she found the whole thing and when when i took a look at it i was really surprised because it's kind of like a really inclusive nice coloring book i printed it out and colored some of it (laughs) it was it was i mean like one of the exercises was like a word scramble and it was like it was like I don't even. It was like little Damien because you know they they all yeah have the like guy the guy's name is Damien. Little Damien has gotten into little Damien is bigger than most children, and so sometimes people think he's being mean because he has a hard time communicating. Unscramble these words to find out the way that they no, can it said, solve problems. It said use your patience to unscramble these words and find out how to solve the problem and better communicate with Damien. I was like, and is was, Satan telling me how to like? 
problem solved? Like this is making me feel some kind of way. And it was, it was. Uh, what, what were some of the some of the words were just very, you know, they were very generic but positive. They were like children's kindness. terms. Yeah, play, fun, things like that. Respect. Mm-hmm. Love. I think one of them was was seance. <laughs> Sacrifice. No, no, they were nothing like that. That's the thing. Ouija. It was just like. No, it was all like really nice and really positive. It was just, it was just, it just blew me away. But there was, there was one though that was, you had to decipher the thing. Um, and you had to decipher the message. It was was a message being passed from a little girl in class to a little boy in class. To a goat head? To a goat head. <laughs> no, he was writing notes to a goat head. <laughs> it no, it wasn't a goat head. No, it wasn't that one. Um, and you decipher it, and it's a Latin phrase that says something like "Satan loves me" or something. No, it like didn't that. say that. It did say no. It said Satan blessed me. What? Yes. Okay. Well, I think that was a little suspect. I mean, but I guess they've got to like throw that in there to like make it. I mean, the Christian coloring books have the same picture, and it says Jesus loves me. Yeah. No. 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 I. 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 I totally agree. I just. It just really surprised okay, me. Okay, here, here's the thing, though, and this isn't surprising because this is how you know this is a satanic coloring book because we scrolled down it only the came PDF. With black, it only came with black crayons. It only came with <laughs> black and red. <laughs> no, because, <clears throat> excuse me, because there's there are all these activities, and you know at the end of an activity book, like the last page is where they have all the answers so you can check your work and everything. The last page was there but it wouldn't load. It wouldn't load. So you could never check your answers to find out. The computer ex- was possessed. <laughs> it was just, it was just, that's how you know. That was the, that was the Satan in the Satan color. It book. was like, if you want the answers, you must sign in blood. <laughs> yeah, it was a contract with the devil at the end. It was like, you really want to know how to solve the crossword? You really want the I know you want this, kids. You really want the answers to this crossword puzzle? Um, yeah, that was really, I, I, but it was surprisingly mild and positive. Um, but you know, you never know because that, you know, for, you know, for it's, it's a children's coloring book. So you give it to children and then, and then later on, you know, you have them, you know, you you know, worshiping a goat head. Yeah. So who knows? On the topic of children stuff though, of course, see, I just did it again. I suck. (laughs) No, it's, it's, it's a workable segue. I suck at transitions. Um, I was talking to a friend about YouTube content and he's working on a project for um, making new content for children ages two to 10. And I was really surprised. I was like two years old, like two year olds are on the internet. And he was telling me, and this is like really blew my mind, that on YouTube, um, content for like toddlers is one of the most popular forms of media on YouTube. I had no idea. And what really freaked me out, like I'm thinking like Blue's Clues, like, you know, spelling and stuff like that. Children's programming. Children's programming, right. Loosely educational. It's always it's always like aesthetically interesting to look at. Yeah, right. Like that's that's what I was imagining, which yes, there's definitely sing alongs and like what's a how do you a cow goes moo type of stuff, whatever. (laughs) Um, but in the same way that we have, they're called Let's Plays for video games, they have where, where people play the video game and show you how it's played. They have Let's Plays for children where it's literally someone walking you through a playground and showing you like, here's a slide. Here is like some wood chips. Mm. <laughs> like, cause I don't know, every playground has wood chips, right? <laughs> like that kind of bothers me. The idea that like a kid is watching a video of somebody else 
somebody else playing on a playground. Playing on a playground. That's um, that's something else, and I don't know. I it seems like maybe what they're what they could what it could be used for is to see you know for kids who are not at the playground at that moment. Yeah, then they could go. But that's what I'm saying is like then go to the playground. Like, well, why are you watching a video children, of someone at a playground? Any child who 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 wants to go to a playground is not old enough to get themselves to a playground. Yes, you're right. You so can't you just don't really get, get up. To... You can't go to the playground anytime you want. But like, you could also like do something physical rather than like sit in front of a screen. So wait, are these things educational though? Are they? I mean, are they saying like this is? Do they? Do they? Do they allow kids to watch other kids interact so that, you know, they can pick up on social cues? The Let's Play that I watched was literally like a first-person video of someone sliding down the slide. Like, the camera was as if you were the kid sliding down the slide, and, like, you could see, like, the kid's arms, like, climbing on the um, monkey bars and stuff. It was literally like... So it's like virtual playing. It's like virtual playground. I mean... It's just bizarre, and it freaks me out that oh. that like. Do you think are... they have like virtual dog parks? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh my god! If we had a camera at home, I feel like that's what Phil's doing right now. He's he just like watching is. the dog park. Um, but I... it's actually so. So you're not actually. They're not really educational. No, they're just a way to to for a child to watch what they could be actually doing and should be doing. Yeah. Which is playing. That's what freaks me out. And they also have like let's play of like building blocks and stuff. Where so things like, that they can actually do right then and there. You can actually do right now. You can watch somebody do on a computer screen. That I don't even know I don't even know how to begin to assess that because what what does it say when you're teaching a child, especially from a very young age, to watch to be passive. To watch somebody do something that they could literally be doing right at that moment. I know. I feel like, I mean, and I guess part of me feels like a little hypocritical only because that's kind of how I feel when I watch like reality shows. I'm like, look at that person on vacation and like running on the beach and like, do, and I'm like sitting on, on my couch in my pajamas like watching someone else like live their lives mm-hmm. and i feel like but that's I mean, the building blocks is almost like watching somebody else sit on a couch but that's exactly and you so know? what i'm saying that like that's what freaks me out is that like we are now setting up our children to become like worse versions of what we are right now like i don't feel good about watching reality tv it's like a guilty pleasure like this is a crappy thing that i'm indulging in i don't think that we should be teaching kids to be that way at like two years old, like go outside and like, you know, fall on the sidewalk and actually scrape your knee, not watch a video of somebody scraping their knee. Like what the hell? Oh like, man, it's got, it's got ups and downs. <laughs> no, huh? I don't I don't know that that happens, but I just thought that, that would be really weird and funny. But I feel like that's where it could go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if we're not careful. Maybe a little older than two though. I like how you're like, two year olds, get up, go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Run free. Be free. Go wherever you want. Take the keys to the car. Let's say parents take your children outside. That that would be a little bit better. Yeah, but well, and somebody guess... out there is going to be like, I let my child run free, as suggested by last name basis, <laughs> and these were the consequences. Uh, don't come after us. We have no money, so like you can sue if you want to, but suing takes money, and a percentage of nothing is nothing so that's not our fault um but i guess what i'm saying is that like it freaks me out that a parent would set their child up in that way and like i don't know it just makes me feel uncomfortable it's lazy parenting yeah and i i know that you know 
if you're out there and you have children and you let them watch things, you are not the only person no, who, of course. who uses a television to pacify their children because you have a life and needs, partly for that children that need to be, the, the, yeah, that child. Yeah, gotta pay bills. They need to be addressed, right. Yeah, so so giving them some time in front of a television set is, a, is, is frequently a good, everybody I know with a child does that to some extent. Yeah, but I guess it's the idea of balance, like, and that, like, you give a kid, like, they watch their favorite movies and they, like, get to watch TV shows and stuff, but then they also get to go outside and play and, like, do things and experience the world for real. I I think it crosses a line when you're watching, when you're having your kids watch something that they should and could be doing, as opposed to, you know, you know, Ice Princess, uh, CGI. Let it go. No. Let it go. Nope. I don't, Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Well, I'm just going to very casually stop doing that, not because anyone directed me. So to you're not, okay. See, stop. you can't see it's hard not to mention the hand signals. <laughs> I did that on purpose. It was a conscious decision. Oh, was it? It was. Um, yeah, I just, that whole thing freaked me out. So if you want to be weirded out, definitely check out. The Let's Play playground videos. And if, if uh, any of those Let's Plays would like to sponsor last name basis, <laughs> after I trash you. Well, here's here's a good thing about, about sponsoring us after we trash you is that now we've trashed the entire thing that you participate in. We've trashed like like just naturally what it is, your pro- like what your product is. Mm-hmm. So if we endorse you specifically... Now we've we've You're kind of eliminated best. the competition. Yeah. You... So all of them are bad except you. There's one shining light out there, and it's the one of the kid playing with, like I don't know, playing. Let it go, frozen toys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to hit as many sponsors at the same time. I think every episode, I'm just gonna find different ways to say like, you can sponsor us, <laughs> you can pay us, please. Um, yeah, uh, it just, I don't know. I guess it just freaks me out that like the internet is such a big part of our lives, and then like will be such a big part of kids' lives. I take the satanic coloring book for kids any day. <laughs> it's only it's only two crayons, and they're very sharp. And they're they're dangerous. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. Well, if you enjoyed our show, please tweet us on the internet. The thing that we just spent time slandering. Also, don't go on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, but when you do, go and talk to us. If you're gonna use the internet, use it responsibly. Make sure to subscribe <laughs> to Last Name Basis on iTunes and tweet us with the hashtag last name basis or tweet Patrick and I at Cheska Lee and tie optional and let us know what you thought of the show if you have any questions or what you would like us to talk about next week and also I wasn't really joking about the iTunes thing definitely subscribe to us but if you like the show leave us a rating on iTunes and tell them how much you love us because we love you and um, you're great you're doing awesome you look really hot today too um, so, uh, is there anything else? Listen, I'm just gonna flatter. We we're about to get four stars, but now we got five stars. Yeah, add that, add that fifth star on there, you hottie. Just, <laughs> just you want to. You're so sexy when you, you give five stars. Oh God, you look so good right now. If I wasn't married, if I wasn't in the studio, if this, <laughs> if this dude wasn't here right next to me, if I get picked up to go to Mars, <laughs> you, you will be a single woman. Listen, I'm trying to I'm trying to get chose. So <laughs> so that's that's the best outro. If you give us if you give us five stars, then um, you have more of a chance of of getting it on. And by getting it on, I mean 
turning on our podcast. I don't know where this is going. That was a fail. All right. I think on that note. <laughs> That's not, I just wanted to leave you out there. I know. I kept looking. Like, I kept looking at Patrick like. There's no hand signal for me. that. You realize that now. <laughs> okay, this is, the, this is the hand signal for like help. Help me. Help me. Right. You went from the stabbing motion to the begging hands. <laughs> okay. I just did a backflip to say. <laughs> We're gonna cut all of that out. Cut all of this. Back it up and make me sound better, please. All right. We will talk to you next week. All right. Last name basis. Bye.